is misinterpreting your behavior. And then they're hurt by their misinterpretation, but not able to let go of the misinterpretation. What does the, what do you do? What do you do? And, um, well, I love that we always come from the doorways that we come from. So you go, you go ahead first. What's what, what are you immediately present to? Uh, for me, it's, uh, it would be an instant getting present to where I do have some responsibility in the exchange <clears throat> and the experience with the other person. So even when that may not have been my intention for someone to have an experience or someone to interpret something I said or did in a certain way, um, I still have responsibility to clean up any just cross wires in communication or um, being present to the feelings that they're having. Uh, and, and it doesn't, it isn't about like being right or wrong in the moment or, well, that's not what I intended and I'm going to hold on tight to that. I didn't intend to hurt your feelings. Sorry that happened for you. <laughs> I'm um, sorry you're feeling that I'm way. I'm sorry you're <laughs> feeling that way. It's like where where was there a misstep? Where did where could I have communicated clearly or clearer? Where could I have communicated from a place of more compassion and understanding and awareness of everybody? You know, one of my favorite quotes, I've said it so many times, and I'll probably say it a million more times, is Anais Nin, and it is, we do not see things the way that they are, we see things the way that we are. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in communication with someone, I'm present and aware as much as I can be to how they may perceive something. And, and I don't nail it all the time. I don't nail it all the time. So how could I have done that better? What would have my, what would my, I love when Daniela says do over have mm -hmm. been. And I just express that to someone. I'm like, Hey, you know, like this was not my intention. And if I had a do over, I would have explained this in a different way. And, um, and I appreciate you just taking the time to hear me in this moment. So that's where I would start. I love that. You know, and, and what I hear in that is that if you have nothing to defend, you then have the space to lean in and and understand their interpretation. Mm -hmm. See, we there's 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 a really important distinction here, and I love that the that that our, the student used the word. Well, interpretation was in it three times, right? There was no misinterpretation, actually. It's an interpretation, and mm -hmm. it's theirs. <laughs> Right. So, so there's, there's so many interesting and incredible layers here and everyone has the right to their interpretation. Number one. All right. That was, I remember when, By when Byron Katie said to me in slightly different language, she said, so uh, sweetheart, everyone in the, in, in the entire world has a birthright to have their own story about the way they're perceiving whatever that's their right. It's not your job to, and then she didn't say this, but, but unpack it. What that freed me up from was how can I be responsibility when, when I can see, Ooh, someone seems upset or, or hurt or contracted, or, you know, how can I, how can I clean that up? Or how can I communicate more, more clearly about something? However, others have the right to their interpretation because that's actually all that's happening here is that we're experiencing what is or the facts or what we're perceiving 
And then we make it mean something. We have an interpretation, a story <laughs> about it. So when we are not busy defending something, we can actually lean in and, 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 and from a place of curiosity, like, tell me more about your interpretation. Tell me, oh, oh, I see, okay. Tell me more about your interpretation. Because ultimately we're never going to fully be able to understand another's world, yet we can understand the beliefs that are underneath someone else's interpretation of something. Right. So if we have nothing to defend and we can abide in a neutral mind, and if we're interested, we can learn about how is it that you interpreted what I said or did in the way that you did. I'd, I'd love to understand that more. Hi. Um, so, and the second piece to that is if it keeps bugging you, it's not about being misunderstood or misinterpreted. It's about what you make that mean about you or the other person. That's really like, so the source of our freedom is ultimately not about being understood or interpreted correctly. It's what's going on internally. What does it mean about us? What's our inner dialogue if we are, if we do perceive we're misinterpreted? What does it mean about me, right? Uh, oh, I'm bad. I'm, I failed. Uh, I'm, I'm not good enough. It's going to activate and, and agitate the core worries and concerns that we have. So that's really at the heart of it or what we make it mean about the other person. Mm -hmm. That's the whole source. So if you really want your freedom, you take responsibility, you clean up, you lean in to, to learn about someone's interpretation. It isn't a misinterpretation. It's their interpretation. <clears throat> and then you turn the lens on you mm -hmm. and, and seek to understand why does it bug me so much? What's really there? And it's whatever your story then is about you or the other person. That's the source of why it's getting at you. And if I had, you know, a magic wand in these <clears throat> scenarios that I could just like go and sprinkle like pixie dust on or fairy dust on, it's that um, <clears throat> we start getting more and more comfortable as much as possible with being corrected or mm. being um, in a position where, where we're required to show up with a different mindset than we initially had in the conversation. Mm. What I have found is that when somebody, anyone, is willing to engage in the, this is how I heard that and this is what it meant to me type of conversation with you, it's because they care about you. It's because they care about the relationship. They care about, and they, do, and they don't want that relationship to be damaged or to have separation. Mm. When someone walks away with, you know, in their being offended, in their interpretation, and they don't engage in dialogue, you know, we got nothing to work with there if there's no conversation. So, you know, and I'm not saying this is accurate in this scenario because it's, it's very theoretical. The question is very theoretical. Um, and just, you know, there are a lot of times where our intentions and how those intentions are perceived are going to be different. And if somebody is willing to be in that conversation with us and engage in that conversation with us, like, thank you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to see the world 
through your eyes mm -hmm. for a couple of moments. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong and I'm right or I'm wrong and you're right. And you're gonna hear when someone is sharing their interpretation. Again, remember friends, if you can get that there is no such thing as a misinterpretation ever, there's simply an interpretation. If you can understand and listen to someone, you're going to start to hear their beliefs that, that, are, that are what source the interpretation. And when you really train yourself to listen, you're going to hear beliefs that haven't been questioned. And that can be hard. It's hard to, to sometimes hear that because you want to just shake someone out of that <laughs> or have them stop and question what they're believing, right? Mm. So, um, so, so, so just remember, there is, no in, there is no misinterpretation ever happening. There's simply an interpretation. And you want to look at what are you worried or concerned that you may lose that you think you have if, if you aren't believing I'm now understood. It's now all good, right? So you, you and only you can know this, that there's a fine line inter internally. And one is either of complete contentment, like you can't be a little content. You're either fully, <laughs> you're either fully content with the way it's unfolding, or there's some part of you that's freaking out in, the, in making something mean something. Like if this isn't cleared up, here's what it's going to mean. Mm. Uh, Aunt Sally is going to then go gossip about me to the rest of the family. Right, so I gotta get this taken care of, otherwise X, Y, and Z is going to happen. <laughs> Primar oftentimes, that's where you can trace that and you can tease that out to see what am I really concerned about if I'm believing I'm misunderstood or mis misinterpreted. It's what we're really worried that, that there's going to be the ripple effect of that in our lives. And, and that's where, so again, if you're not in full neutral, neutral contentment, then you want to look around, you want to dig around internally to find what egoic tendency is being poked at, mm -hmm. really. You know, for me, uh, as a four, and um, my, my, my primary wound is, is really about, like, um, attachment, abandonment. So I'll have that feeling, like, if I'm believing that I'm misunderstood, I can feel it in my gut right away. It'll agitate and activate the... <gasps> Oh my God, if this isn't like, if, if, we, if we're not back in harmony, I'm going to be left. Mm -hmm. It's like not too many steps from like, we're just not seeing one another eye to eye right now. I can find it. Like that's, that, this is always going to be with you and you just keep working with it and keep working with it.